one of the key ingredients of true commitment, and that's faith. And faith is taking God at his word enough to act on it, to step out to, to do whatever is necessary. And we're talking about faith is giving when you don't have it. You see, it's easy to give when we have it. It's not so easy to give when we don't have it. And the first man in the Bible that God approved by faith was Abel. And the Bible says that he brought a more acceptable offering than his brother Cain. And we were talking about the fact there are two ways that we can give, our time, our money, and ourselves. One is motivated by fear, and one is motivated by faith. And when you give on the base of God's word and God's truth to you, and you depend on God for you know, resources and ability to fulfill. Now, that's why when we give, we should give what God tells us to give. Now, he first tells us to give the tenth, 10% of our income. To many people, that seems like a vast amount impossible to do. And a lot of us, because we have so many bills and because we've been foolish with our money, that is pretty impossible. We have to trust God to help us get our bills paid, and be able to really put God first. I, w I remember early in my marriage, we didn't have anything hardly at all, but we always gave God his, and he always took care of us. And he always gave us enough to get by, enough to make it. So remember that. Faith is giving when you don't always have it to give, but you're trusting God and doing obeying him. Faith is also persisting when I don't feel like it. In verses 24 through 27, we read the faith story of Moses. The Bible says about Moses that by faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He, preserved, he persevered because he saw him, God, who is invisible. It's important for us to recognize that true faith persists. It keeps on even when we don't feel like it. You see, faith is not based on feelings. You can live by feelings if you want to, but you're going to be up and down and you're going to be miserable. You'll be on top of the world one day and under the bottom of it the next day. And it's no way to, it's no way to live. But, but it, it's, it's a guarantee for failure if you live by your feelings. And immature people do that all the time, but that's not what God wants. God wants us to live by faith. And when we live by faith, it's totally different. Successful people do what people should do even though they don't feel like it. Moses chose to trust God even when he didn't feel like it. I don't always feel like doing the right thing or being nice to people or preaching sermons. I don't always feel like obeying God. But don't base your life on feelings. Base your life on faith. What does God say? I'm going to do that. I'm going to believe what he says enough to act on it. You don't have to become a master musician. Uh, you don't become a master musician except by practicing only when you feel like it. You have to practice all the time. Neither do you grow by just trusting God when you feel like it or when it's easy or when it's convenient. But you have to trust God when it's not easy and when it's not what you want it to be. The Bible says in verse 27, Moses endured as seeing him who is unseen. 
our translation could be that, you know, he held to his purpose like a man who could see the invisible. Moses saw past the temporary to the eternal. He saw past people to God. He saw past circumstances to God's purpose and God's plan. He looked beyond the problems to God, and God gave him the strength to persevere. Also, faith is thanking God before you receive it. In verse 30, the Bible tells about people who did that. The Bible says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. You see, the people had come out of Egypt, and now they were at their first obstacle, the fortified city of Jericho. Joshua was now their leader, and he asked God what to do. And God told him to take the people to walk around the city for once around the city for seven days, not speak a word, not shout, not blow any horns, but just walk around the city, the walls of the city. They did it. On the seventh day, God said, walk around the city seven times, and as you march around the city, you shout, you blow your horns, and the walls will fall in, and you can march in and take the city. And that's what exactly what happened. And it happened just like God said. And they, they thanked him in advance for what he was going to do by believing that he would do it and by marching. You see, don't you know they felt kind of silly marching around the city of Jericho First day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day, sixth day. And now the seventh day, they've marched around it three times, four times, five times, six times. Now on the seventh time, they shout, they blow their horns, and the walls fall in, and they march into the city. And if you believe that you can receive it, <clears throat> then because God has given you a vision, God has given you a word, God has given you direction, you see, that's the key they didn't just believe that because they dreamed it up because they suddenly decided, you know, if we march around that city once for seven days and then seven times on the seventh day, the walls will fall in we'll take the city. No, God had revealed that to them. Now, when God reveals something to us, it's our job to step out and to believe it and to but thank him in advance even before we have received it. And that's what true faith is all about. But faith is also trusting God when you don't get it. Two facts about prayer. God answers prayer, and oftentimes we don't know even how to pray, and so we pray just asking him to give the answer. God does not answer us always the way we want to be answered. <clears throat> sometimes he says yes, sometimes he says no, and and it's not because he doesn't love us, but he knows what's best. Hebrews uh, 11.35 tells us, and let me read these verses to you. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskin, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. This is telling about believers who have, have stood the test of time and have been willing to be martyred. They didn't receive 
here in this world, here on this earth, the full benefit of the promise God had made them, but they did in the world to come. And in heaven today, they're enjoying the fulfillment of all that God promised. So I want to dare you to just believe God. Just take him at his word. Just step out and trust him. It's not easy, but it's the way to live, and it's the life that makes the difference. God bless you. I hope you have a great day.